William, are you there? I'm really scared right now. Hey guys, it's that guy show. I'm my, William. Uh, my name is Matt. That's right, it is. Guys, we're talking about Bird Box. Let's review it. Let's talk about the memes. And let's kick this challenge's butt. Tweet. Dude, All right. Such a good movie, huh? Yeah, I was I was I was pleasantly surprised actually. That's good. I um before we get into the Bird Box movie, I did something that I rarely ever do. Um I actually went to a movie. Um at the movie theater itself. At the movie theater itself. Went to um movie tavern and Oh, you went to the nice bougie one. Yeah, yeah. It was super nice mm-hmm. and chill and uh I saw Holmes and Watson. Oh, was it funny? No. Oh. It was not funny. It was it was pretty. Was it like one of those movies bad. where like it was just like Will Ferrell's personality is the only thing that was funny? No, because John C. Riley's pretty funny. I th- I felt like he was funnier than Will Ferrell. I'm a, I'm kind of over Will Ferrell. Not a big fan anymore. Wow, just like that, you just he's dead to you. It's not really just like that. It's been like like a lot of things. It's just it's the same thing over and over again. It's just old. Um, it, it's unfortunate, but. You know, I think that's what what happens when you don't branch out and do new things. Um, whenever he does do something kind of new and interesting, it is good because I don't think it's really Will Ferrell. It's like a uh, a partnership. Like when he does stuff with Mark Wahlberg, it's it's kind of funny because it's different. But now they've done three movies together. It's getting old. You know what I mean? So I uh, disappoint. Wasn't worth the money. Well, I felt like after a while, like certain people, it's like like you know, like Chris Farley. And like David Spade, and it was like, you know, their movies were hilarious. And then it was like, they just started like overdoing it. And then it was like, this movie is literally like, the movie's pointless. It's just like Chris Farley's in it. Or like, I'm only seeing this movie because Jack Black's in it. Like, they, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like the, the, the movie writing got so sloppy because they were just like, well, we're just going to have this like famous guy and he's just going to be funny. But hey, I did see uh, Spider Man. Oh, did you? Yeah. So I went with my brother in law. Uh, we were in Florida for Christmas. And we went into this little movie theater in Daytona Beach, which the movie tavern, they like bring you food and drink like to you, which I think is really cool. But this place was super nice and they didn't bring you food and drink to you. You had to go like buy it. But you had these recliners. I mean, it was like this big leather seat, but it like had a a legit recliner. And I'm so surprised I didn't fall asleep in the movie, which is a great testament because I fall asleep in like almost every movie. Oh, Uh, I I have fallen asleep through some movies. Even like horror movies. Like I, I literally slept through oh, what was that movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar it was like a horror film it took place in like Japan it's like the grudge or something oh my goodness I have no idea what you're I don't know about. this is a movie it was it was like horrifyingly scary but um <clears throat> I mean I was a lot younger when I watched it but anyway but I literally like fell asleep during the movie I was passed out and every time a scary part happened like where this like demon monster showed up it the, the music got really loud and so I would wake up just for this horrifying moment and then I would fall back asleep <laughs> so like the only <laughs> thing I know about the movie was these like six or seven like horrifying moments and I have no idea what happened like yeah. how it ended or anyway but that's about this point so I went and saw Spider-Man it was an animated film and I have to admit I was like oh this is gonna be so lame it's like an animated film like whatever right like, I've, I've watched a lot of Spider-Man cartoons you know yeah this blew my, blew my mind hilarious 
Like I laughed out loud multiple times. Suspenseful. It was just fun. Like the, the Spider-Man was great. They had like alternate reality Spider-Mans. And so it was just really funny. That's like, awesome. And it just, I don't know what, I don't know how, I can't explain every little detail on why it was so good and why the alternate spider spider verse spider men's were not like cheesy or dumb it was just hilarious so i loved it well we also watched another movie we did so we decided we had this whole show planned on music and stuff and it was going to be a really good show and it still is going to be a good show because we're doing that next week but randomly not randomly, but out of nowhere, there's a whole bunch of buzz going on about Bird Box. And I live in a household where we kind of watch TV together, the wife and I, and it's not really a movie that she would want to watch. So it's just a movie that, you know what, I'm just not going to watch until one day she's out of town. Yeah, because um, my, my wife doesn't watch horror or scary movies yeah. either. So I, I ended up watching it, um, and pretty good. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, you know. And so I started seeing all these like challenges, um, you know, and it's 2019, so why not? You know, um, there's nothing better than having challenges uh, that could potentially kill you. Yeah. yeah. So I know. decided we should give this a shot. And so far, I think we're killing it. I don't understand why it's so difficult or so hard. Um, well, we did kind of sort of pre-place everything before we started. So, I mean... And we, we make it sound like it was so easy. <laughs> this is the second time we recorded the beginning of this podcast because you accidentally stopped it. Okay. And to be honest with you, I did it again during this podcast. Oh, but, no. But we didn't lose everything. We just lost a second. And it was just while you were talking. So oh, it's that's that just not a big deal because there's okay. a lot of that. Well, I'm taking it off then if it's, if it's that easy. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Well, by being that Ooh. easy, it wasn't that easy. Because we screwed it up <laughs> twice, but we managed to recover. Well, the first time I was like reaching for something, reaching for my phone to take selfies while blindfolded, and I hit the space bar. Luckily, we're still in red. Um, but yeah, I touched the mouse, and the mouse st- must have still been on record, like the re- over hovering the record button, so you can see a space right there. Nice. So it was a little bit harder than I thought. Um, I did do better with the intro this time because yeah. I actually placed the intro where it needed to go. So you're right, we cheated. Um, Bird Box Challenge should uh, just die. Well, just like every other challenge. Well, I think it would be more interesting if you just combined all the challenges together. You know, like you had someone trying to do the kiki while driving blindfolded while having a, a teaspoon of cinnamon. That could happen. That it could happen. That we will hopefully maybe we 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 can spawn a challenge, and then we have to go on our Facebook page and say. Guys, we were joking. Could you please stop? Don't hurt yourself. You know? Yeah. Did you read that that Netflix uh, quote? So Netflix like literally went. I mean, basically, it was like this challenge that was going to be dead by next week. And then Netflix goes ahead oh, yeah. and puts out Netflix go, goes ahead and puts out a actual tweet. Uh, was it on Twitter or was it on Facebook? No, no, it's a tweet. Yeah. And it went out and said, uh, stop doing this challenge is terrible. Why don't you read it? Oh, okay, I'll read. Uh, Can't believe, this is from Netflix US, by the way. Can't believe I have to say this, but please do not hurt yourselves with this bird box challenge. That please do not hurt yourself part was in all caps. Yes. You know, just like, so this is definitely somebody who's old. Is writing in What I don't understand is, who who is saying this? Like, I I, can't believe I. Who is I? It's the soul of Netflix. Right. It is Netflix in persona. What if it's the creatures? It could be the creatures. We don't know how this started. Hashtag yes, you do. <laughs> and we appreciate the love, but boy and girl have just one wish for 2019. 
and it is that you would not end up in the hospital due to memes. Well, I'm sorry. It's 2019. People are going to end up in the hospital for memes. (laughs) Yes, people are going to the hospital for memes. They're off of work and they're doing stupid crap. They are. But, you know, I have to say that it's just it not only is Netflix coming out and saying this just so stupid because all you're doing is now you've fed the fire. The only reason we even did the Bird Box Challenge is because Netflix put this out in the first place and then you just fueled it for another couple weeks. Right. So way to go, Netflix. But but and maybe that was all part of their plan. Like, you know, they have like really extensive marketing. So they're like, let's go ahead and bring more attention to the challenges while uh while at the same time pretending like we're we're against yeah. it. So I've been watching some of the memes and looking at them and uh, you know, some of them are funny. Um the, the, you know, I feel bad for the kids that are in these memes, and I'm not talking about just the 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 videos, but also the photos. The videos are worse. The videos are just downright stupid. <laughs> these they're, parents they're not need supposed to be, to be. They're of course supposed to be stupid. That's why they're. But they're not when you run challenges. your your infant kid into a wall because you're <laughs> trying to be funny for internet. Like that, that was pretty that's awful. Just, it just goes to show you we're in 2019. 2019. Um, but the, you know there are some cute pictures of like you know, a dad holding like the kid's hands and it's, it's just, it looks posed, but right. you know, and it's probably something like, Hey, I came out with this like before, like a day after the movie came out because I just saw it and everything. And so, um, you know, it's, it's fresh, but it's been done. No one else needs to be doing these challenges. Um, I have seen some good memes though. Like one of them was saying, um, you know, this one's a little bit bad, but like I thought Michael Jackson was dead and it's a picture of Sandra Bullock from, bird box but the scene in the screen capture that they got she looks exactly like michael jackson i'm sorry i'm sorry sandra if you're listening so random Um, but you have to see what 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 uh scene that is because i can't imagine in my mind what scene would make her look like michael jackson i'll find it for you while i talk about the next one great so but but um, i do have to say though that in the like the thing about the the netflix tweet and i think it i think it must be an old person because not only did they use all caps but they try to leverage the children in the movie against you in the warning like boy and girl have only one wish like first of all boy and girl have names now you insensitive piece of yeah anyway so not only they're still referring to boy and girl as if they uh still don't have names but they're trying to make you feel guilty for trying to do the bird box challenge by using the children again i mean it's just so it's like a it's it's like a classic um it's a it's like a it's like a it's like a grandma move or something or a mom yeah. move or something where you're trying to like you're gonna do this to the children so they have um they have another meme i saw which was pretty good and the meme was uh just someone laying in the middle of the road, which again is dangerous. Um, and it was, it was called, uh, they just captioned it saying it's just a speed bump. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a, like, it's like combining planking and the bird box it, challenge. It is 100%. The other thing was, I think they were blindfolded in it. So they just hit all the challenges. I think I saw a little bit of red dust next oh, to their yeah, face. So so they the hit cinnamon up challenge. Cinnamon. They probably danced outside the car doing some I, kiki challenge or whatever it was. You know what you should do? They should make, uh, mummies not mummies that make like get like actual uh like uh mannequins type things and then right on there just a speed bump but dress it up like a person throw it in the road so when someone runs over it they stop thinking they ran over a person and then they get up to the thing and it says just the speed bump that is really bad okay and then the whole time you record it on for facebook now we're gonna have to go back and tell people when they start doing this that 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 wasn't a good idea to do I will have to tweet it out and say, boy, girl, wouldn't want you to do this. 
So um, this this tweet or whatever says the younger generation really disrespecting Sandra Bullock, calling her the lady from Re- the lady from Bird Box. <laughs> um, that's what they're calling her, the lady from Bird Box. That looks they, like MJ is is what they call her now. Wow! But look at that look at that image. I I, I I'll, I'll pop it up on the screen. It's a uh, yeah. You can't see it with all this stuff, but it's right there. So the internet's so so rough. Thanks, Bren. Yeah, that Bren guy, Baird. Nothing to do on his uh, Christmas if vacation. If you're listening, making Sandra Bullock feel bad about herself. I know, um, but she did a great job. I thought she did a great job in the movie. One of the things I hate about movies is if it gives you like I hate the predictability of movies. I I love movies. Maybe I just watch too many movies, or maybe I'm like movie intuitive. I have no idea. Because like I'll be watching a movie with my wife, and I'm gonna be like, this person did it. This is how this movie's gonna end. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And then when it happened, she's like, how did you know? I'm like, I don't, it just seemed like the most Been obvious. Been there, seen that. Yeah, the most obvious thing is going to happen. And I hate that. You know, people, I've heard that's the criticism of the new Aquaman movie. I mean, I haven't seen it, but peop, But you sort of expected it to be just like a lot of money, a lot of graphical CGI. It's, it's a DC movie. You weren't expecting anything really all that great anyway. But everyone just says it's it's as predictable as it can be. You know, you watch the trailer, you know exactly what's going to happen. Right. The twist, all of the, you know, you just, it's just predictable. I didn't think Bird Box was predictable at all. In fact, I didn't think it was going to end the way it did. I didn't think it was going to, it's like, I just assumed it was going to be more of a horror film with like these monsters. Like, you know, um, I didn't think it was going to be like, like the most, the scariest thing was how my imagination works. And I feel like it, it it uses your imaginations to be scary, almost like old Hitchcock films used to yeah, do, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's like not even seeing the thing that you're so horrified to see almost can be more scary than whatever monster type thing you try to put flesh to it. You know what I mean? Well, I so you're right. It wasn't predictable. I mean, I thought the movie actually was very predictable. <laughs> you just said the same thing. And twice, like the opposite in the what, same sentence. What I, was, I needed to clarify was that I think the movie was very predictable, but it I was expecting something different from before I watched it until after I watched it, right? But during the movie, I felt like the movie just followed a formula that every time this one scene happened, I knew what was going to happen in the next scene. So predictability-wise... Well, I mean, the movie the movie started in the present and then jumped to the past. So you you sort of knew where it was going to end up. You knew it was just her and the kids in the boat alone, right? From the very beginning of the so movie. So when they went back, I knew everybody was going to die, right? Which was almost by design. I mean, it wasn't like intuitive. You just knew that she right. was the only one left. But that's, and as soon as you saw that pregnant woman come into the house, you knew that was. I mean, at least I did. I mean, you knew that was the other kid. Oh yeah. But I didn't think that. That wasn't like a, you only knew that because the movie showed you that. Right. You know, so I mean. So you it still was, didn't know at this time, like, which kid was hers yet. Right. And you didn't. You know. And you, you still to this day have no idea what the hell is out there. No, you, you don't. You have no idea. Thank you. But the predictability wise is. You is, thought for sure you would have some clarity on what the hell you were running from. Right. But you have nothing. So, for example, a guy comes into the house. One character is like, no, this person has to leave the house, absolutely, and he puts his foot down. Then the house turns on that that person that wants the guy out the house, and then the guy that came in the house ends up being a bad guy, and the guy was right. It, that, that follows this, this, this thriller formula to a T. That's what I meant by predictability. 
Like you just you knew this guy was bad. You knew this guy was good. You knew this guy was gonna die. You knew this guy like before it even happened, which kind of stunk. You know. Well, I didn't. I don't. I mean, first of all, I think it was a short-lived uh, scene there. But I like. I I didn't. I didn't have that same thought necessarily. Granted. I had to watch the movie. It was my idea to watch this movie in the first place. And like, I just could, it was very difficult finding time to watch because I couldn't watch it with my wife or my son. Yeah. So like I had to watch the beginning of the movie and then I had to watch the middle of the movie while on the treadmill uh, <laughs> at the gym, which uh, was, <laughs> which we'll get to later. But, um, but anyway, so I'm like watching it. And then like at one point I noticed the person next to me on the treadmill was like watching my screen and I'm like, man, I hope they're, it's like any awkward moments in this yeah. movie, but they probably knew what I was watching. But right. anyway, um, all right. So let's let's jump into our thoughts on the movie. Like we've we've kind of I feel we like talked we're just about it skimming in over it. Yeah, but, but we'll l- talk about. It. Let, let's go, and we're gonna try and go in chronological order. Um, I did not preface this before the podcast started, so maybe I'll do this uh, beforehand. But yeah. um, I'm going to do a. Uh, I need to do a spoiler alert. Oh Big yeah, time on this. Yeah, um, I mean we're talking about I'm the do movie. It. So spoiler alert. This that beginning that is like the beginning of the movie, and I was like, okay, I'm hooked. Like I'm terrified and hooked at the same time. What the heck is going on? Like you have no idea what's happening. So, one of the things that really um, I kind of was like, oh, kudos to you, Netflix. Uh, I felt like the OBGYN was uh, very pro-life. You know, there's the scene where she's doing the ultrasound, and you can tell like Sandra's or Mallory um, is just not into it at all. You know, she's like, whatever, this condition that I have. And her sister's like, yeah, it's called pregnancy. <laughs> it's not a condition, you know. And so the doctor's like, well, you know, there's there's other options. Like, there's other ways that you can handle this. And I was like, oh, great. You're just going to bring up the same stuff, you know, that they always bring up. Um, and I was thoroughly surprised when she was like. Adoption is an option. Adoption is an option. Um, well, yeah, I. I uh I, I thought that was a, a nice scene, like talking to her about that. But I also felt like the issue, like one of the main issues was sort of like her like disconnecting and f- like from the very beginning, she was painting that image. Right. And it was like, oh, look at all these lonely people. They're all disconnected from each other. Like and like this like idea of like her being afraid. Like I was like my I wrote down my questions were like, is she afraid of being a mom or is she afraid of not being a good mom? Is she afraid this kid's not going to love her? Like she's afraid of this child, though she's like you can tell she's sort of like she's having the child, first of all. So it's like she she wants the child, but she's afraid of it. And she's right. like, af- you know, and you can tell like she's got that in her own life. She's guarded doesn't have a lot of close friendships, just her sister and her, you know, family or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so i definitely feel like, um, that is like a, that is like a theme here, you know, and it almost like kind of can model sometimes the things that mothers are going through or pregnant women are going through, you know, in pregnancy or like men too. I mean, men have a tendency sometimes to be the ones that are like Mallory in the sense of they kind of disassociate from the pregnancy until they see the baby and hold the baby and, like there was a line they said they were like, um, "It's hard to love someone you haven't met yet," you know, 
And I was thinking like how like on a deeper level, like it's hard to love people when you don't know them in like a real sort of intimate way, like in a friendship type, like, you know, in our society, we're so like kind of superficial in the way we communicate, like through technologies and whatever. And when all that's stripped away, you know, like how are you still able to connect to another human being? You know what I mean? So I feel like that was sort of a theme in the movie that is certainly something to reflect upon in your own life. It's just kind of like how you connect to people and like disassociate relationships with other people and keep a distance and how lonely that can be if that's what you do with your whole life. You know what I mean? And you don't have those types of like deep connections and stuff like that. So, so what was the, what was the hook for you? I mean, the hook for me was the first scene where she's like telling the kids, do not take up your blindfolds. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is out there? You know? So, so did you see any previews for it? I only watched like, barely part of a preview okay so i because because one i hate trailers that give away anything about a movie and i realize the whole point of a trailer is to tell you something about a movie so you go watch it but like if i want to see a movie i love going and seeing a movie okay. blind so i nothing. i, I kind of saw that within within the trailer so that wasn't the hook for me the hook for me was the first suicide attempt with the lady in the hospital oh yeah yeah yeah. You know where she banging so, her head so against Mallory the window. walks in to go to the to the OBGYN and she sees this lady she's talking on the phone and you know I, I can't remember if she gives her a smile or something like that she's like she's real on the happy phone. yeah um, and then when Mallory leaves she starts like banging her head on the wall this lady uh, or on the window to try and uh, end it all um, but she knew in that point that something was up and she knew the stuff from Russia that she saw in the video came right. over. You know, when I read the, that's what I did. I read the, 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 in, the info, you know, the description of the movie on Netflix. And so it said like when all these people start committing suicide, I thought the movie was going to have something to do with suicide, but really it doesn't, even though everyone does kill themselves, they're just, they're being taking, you know, they're it, being like mind controlled. Correct. Right. So it really didn't have anything to do with really like suicide and fighting the, the, the urge to end yeah, it. I don't think it was suicide in the definition of suicide as much as it was. Right. It was just the way like this monster this or whatever was killing them. Was this external force, correct. you know, I, I had this very like Adam and Eve sort of thing, right. With like original sin. So like, it was kind of like once you look, you can't unlook. Like you can't unsee, like, you know, like sometimes you're like, oh, I can't unsee that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, there's like, it's this thing where like once you've lost this innocence, you can't unsee it, like at least alone. Like it's, it's affected you and changed you forever. And I guess we sometimes don't realize the power of looking, what we put in our eyes, what we see, we yeah. can never unsee and it affects us for the rest of our lives. And like realizing how scary it is when you can't see anything anymore, you know, and you're still trying to live and connect. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying it was perfect, but I just, I was thinking that there was a lot of that sort of like loss of innocence, that like t- contamination, like if you look, it takes over. So it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, there's a sex scene in the movie. Which, again, I'm so tired is, of all these pointless sex scenes. Which, I mean, I didn't think it was, like, gratuitous or anything. I don't even remember, quite honestly, because I'm pretty sure it happened while I was on the treadmill in a public place. Um, and I was, like, I'm, running, I'm on it's the awkward. treadmill. And, I saw, like, I know that she walked in on people having sex, but I didn't see anything because it was kind of dark on my phone. So I was like, what just happened? And then I thought, quite honestly, when I was watching it, I thought it was that guy 
the guy she ends up uh the guy she ends up Tom. like yeah like i thought it was tom but tom must have just been like nearby and like i thought she opened the door there was like a sex scene going on. she's like oh jesus she closes the door and then tom like comes out of that room so i thought tom was having sex with someone no <laughs> but it, it, now looking back i realize it was probably the two people that ditched everybody in the house it, yeah that's who it was um unfortunately they showed just enough in my opinion, right? To make it like. But I feel like. Scandalous. In the, I feel like in the end of the world, I mean, like, I feel like mo- a lot of people, that would be their reaction. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like meaning, meaningless hookups with random people yeah, because they think the world's a- ending. You know, you can, you can insinuate it. You don't have to show it. And that's the issue I had. And then, but like kind of going back with what you're saying with the Adam and Eve analogy i think is, he said that he goes he you does. can't unsee he that no, you can't unsee that <laughs> and i'm like that's so true you can't unsee that thank you netflix for every freaking thing that you put out i have to like close my eyes and i can't unsee it you know let me just watch something that doesn't have anything to do with it like everybody that's like oh i love game of thrones i'm like how do you watch that oh it's good and i'm like it's no too much nudity well it's too like- much naked I guess it's just like you just get, I mean, I'm pointless pro- naked. I think I'm just, I must be like overly desensitized because I didn't, it didn't strike me as odd, which probably just goes to your point that how it's like completely not point of the story. And it was like, it wouldn't have made the movie any more or less great, but it was just there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and it like didn't bother me or I, in fact, I barely, I didn't even notice it till you brought it up. Like I had to think back on it. And like you said, I, I didn't. It, I was in a public place while watching that scene. That, Compared to you know, other things that you can find on Netflix, it was very tastefully done. Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing I can say. You know, I mean, it wasn't like full on nudity or frontals or anything like that, but it was it was still just enough that like you still didn't you didn't need to, you know. Um, I wonder if John Malkovich is a jerk in real life. I um yeah. He plays the same character in just about everything. I mean, uh, he does it really well. I'll give him that. I was I was talking to Elise and telling her about the movie and uh, the premise of it, and all this stuff, and I was like, John Malkovich. She was like, Who's that? And I was like, um, You remember Warm Bodies? And she was like, Yeah. It's like he was the the general quote unquote general dad from Warm Bodies. And she goes, Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, Yeah, he actually pretty much played the same character. Yeah. As he did in Warm Bodies. Well, I felt like. Gosh, I want you need to get a Keurig up in here. Um, <laughs> this movie recorded exceeded the four gig limit. So, yes, yeah, so I think John Malkovich is, he's got to be a jerk in real life. Well, I felt like his reaction to his wife, which we don't realize till later, but like it's his third wife. He really loves her. 
I just felt like the reaction of her running out in the street to go try to save the pregnant woman, like he did not act <laughs> properly. I thought it was a typical John Malkovich move. Was it? I mean, because I mean, <laughs> like if he really, I mean, just the remote amount of love, you would have ran after your wife and helped her get this pregnant woman in the house to get her in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he was standing outside of the house with a shotgun and then he goes in the house with the shotgun and watches from the window inside while his wife gets burned alive. Yeah. And has very little reaction. Like just standing there. Like he seemed like the psychopath. Yeah. I, I He might have seen that might have been the he might have seen it all along. He may have been he may he may have already gone to the dark side before maybe. he got into the house. He just wasn't, you know, trying yeah. to get everyone else to look, I guess. So one of the things I loved about the movie was so I'm a big zombie movie guy. Um, I don't do horror or gore or, you know, I can do thrillers and stuff like that, but I just don't like horror movies. But zombie movies I, I love because it's not really, to me, a horror movie. It's more of a, um, like, survival movie, right? Which is all the rage. I mean, right? Like, these apocalyptic-type movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've been going on for a while, but, I mean, they're... I mean, So, to me, this, this movie is kind of the anti-zombie movie, you know? It's not really zombies out there, but if you took a zombie movie... You know, Dawn of the Dead. And you just got rid of the zombies. You have these movies. Yeah, you know I mean, mean? It, it's, it's very similar. It's just like that. It's like you said, it's like that apocalyptic running from the the thing that's ending the world. Right. You know, um, so that's one thing I enjoyed about this movie and why I liked it so much is because of my fascination with uh, the zombie flicks. Um, what did you think about the ability for the the creatures to pass through technology, pass through TV screens and video. Yeah, I thought that seemed kind of, um, I don't know. It certainly, well, this goes to my point of just, it was unpredictable. I thought for sure he was going to see stuff and then they were going to start using technology in order to maneuver around these things. And like, you're like, well, you know, at least heat signature or whatever. But, um, but, I, they never gave you anything about the creature. I mean, they just right. left it all up to your imagination. What it could do, what it couldn't do. Was it a being? Was it just invisible, translucent? Was it just a spirit? I mean, what the heck was it? Like, we have no right. idea. No clue. And I, it obviously was done on purpose. And I feel like that is what made it, like, original and interesting to watch. Because you really... I just kept thinking we were going to learn more and more about this thing and how to fight it, but no, it was just just know nothing. My issue was the entire world is watching what's happening in Russia in the beginning of the movie. It's not just Mallory in her studio, in her sister. You know, it's not. It's the entire world's watching the news. Everybody knows what's going on. I would have thought that this would have affected everybody almost instantly. Because if it could go through technology, then in theory, they would have caught it on one of the national news cameras. Maybe that's how it did spread. Maybe that's how it got to. uh, Maybe it travels through the creature. Because, I mean, there is a spatial element to the creature, like whatever you want to call it. No, there's not. It went through a freaking monitor through a camera. Well, no, it affected the person through the monitor. but But it doesn't go inside. So, like, this quote-unquote creature so just seeing the creature has never gone in like we don't know if it can go in a building but it appears to not go in buildings like it almost has to have direct access to like a satellite i mean 
or the sun or the moon or uh, who knows. Wasn't she inside and like hearing voices? Oh, they, I'm sure it can speak through the walls at you. Yeah. Like it comes at you. Cause I mean, it goes through windows. All you have to do is from my understanding, from what it looks like, all you have to do is be able to see the creature and the creature needs to see you through the wind. Yeah. Through a window, mm-hmm. but it's not, doesn't come inside. I mean, when it moves, the wind moves, like you see the leaves like surround this thing, which makes you believe is like the entity by which you are afraid of. Um, and how many of them are there and what it can do. I mean, it doesn't seem to be able to touch you. Like it doesn't, you know what I mean? It, it's windy. I don't know. And the guy was drawing all those images of it. Like, do you see it? Like, cause I feel like I, you know, I think one of the interviews I watched with like, uh, the actors, like they had scenes with like glimpses of what you would see if you saw it, you know? Did you, I, <laughs> did you hear what they said it looked like? They actually filmed it. They said, yeah, there's, I think there's deleted scenes where you can see, but like, I'm going to air quote that. that. There's not really deleted scenes and they're going to, they're going to look, be leaked in like six months to bring the movie back into relevance. Um, they said, I think, um, I think Sandra Bullock said, looking back at it, it looked like a long fat baby. Interesting. So I don't know what a long fat baby is. I have no idea either, but I'm glad they didn't show it's nothing. Like, it's like a snake like creature. Cause I think as soon as you show the creature, you've just, I don't know. I think the movie would have just, like gone immediately did you just you literally just googled long fat baby <laughs> i did that is a fat baby and that I'm baby getting some good images up here. that baby should not be that fat none of them are that long though no that baby that parent should be i don't punched in the face you don't that know baby. that baby that's probably first of all that's photoshopped okay no that's not photoshopped dude that big fat baby is photoshopped no not photoshopped yes that is what the creatures are from <laughs> Bird box. They're big fat babies. There you go. The monster and bird box looked like, <laughs> yeah, long fat baby with a green face. Yeah. So luckily they. I chose- love how they have to say in this article, according to Star Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my other question is, can cars? Do you think cars can really do that? Like that scene when they go and drive to the grocery store. Oh, with the proximity alerts. Yeah, like the, with like the way I didn't know proximity alerts like showed you on a screen, and well, I think they did that if it doesn't happen to facilitate what's happening. But well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. The last time I went and drove a car, I all these new like it tells you when the car's close in your lane. When you put your blinker on, if there's another car there, it starts blinking at you, yeah. and you can see it on a screen. The car I was driving, like it shows you a lane, and then it shows you a box of like where the car would be, like if it's mm. in your blind spot or on the side. Which I thought was so creepy, and then like you go to turn, and it'll like actually give you resistance on the wheel, which God, that's that whole thing is creepy. I bet that's you your scary. car, your car, does your car do the automatic brake thing? No. Oh yeah, so now all the cars, and apparently it's like, it. I don't know if it's being regulated. My car that, just looks fancy. It's oh. really not. Well, when you when you drive these new cars, like if something jumps in the road, it doesn't like slam on the brakes, but it will deaccelerate. So you're pushing the gas, and it's not going. And it's like, mm, and your car's like slowing down. So this would prevent a lot of this chaos that happened in Bird Box if they had these newer cars. Because uh, she wasn't driving a new car. She was driving a wagon in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I don't know what kind of car they got in. I think they should have bought a Tesla or should have like, I think that's why this this is a good commercial for Tesla. Why? Because they wouldn't even have to drive. 
Oh, like, just like, like a self-driving. Just let Tesla handle it. I feel like the Tesla would see a road of dead bodies and cars and just not drive down the road. That's probably correct. <laughs> it's you like you would probably have to hit the gas pedal. Yeah, warning, uh, crap everywhere. Okay, I didn't think about the speed bumps. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I think that uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. I can't believe those people stole that car. Those they're so dead. Well, that's Machine Gun Kelly, man. He's a little punk. They gotta be dead. Um, I have no idea who that is, by the way. That's the guy from the movie. Machine, I, I know, but like you said, it like I was supposed to know the name. Is he like a rapper or something? He is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He came out with a big diss track this past year against Eminem. Oh, and then big this, mistake. And then Eminem like put him in his place. Yeah, I heard like two or three times. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah, you you try to pick a fight with uh, somebody. Yeah, you know, a little less. How lucky. Is Tom and Mallory to be both good-looking people? <laughs> Tom, like, what are the odds? Tom was a pretty good-looking guy. I'll give oh, great-looking dude. Um, I would, I would. Uh, Sandra has not aged. Sandra, has, she has not aged. I'll give you that. Sandra Bullock looks the same she as she did. She looks good. As long as she doesn't ago. pull a Meg Ryan, she's gonna look good forever. But yeah, I mean, what what like, are the odds? Like when you say pull a Meg Ryan, you mean like die and go become an angel? Sorry, that's probably think, the last do you think movie. Meg Ryan died. No, that's the last movie that I watched. Was the with Meg Ryan oh. is the movie where like the fallen angel that she was like, you know, what was that? Top, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, and I'll be your cry. I don't even know that. That's not. That wasn't even the song. No, it's not. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the wrong song for that movie. It's the Goo Goo Dolls song. It is a Goo Goo Dolls song. You're right. And I totally killed it. Now you can't remember it. It's not Iris, is it? Anyway. <laughs> we'll uh we'll throw that we'll throw that sound that uh, sound bite in later. No, we'll just keep it. <clears throat> I'll be Um All right. Gary. I knew from the time that Gary came in that he was from the mental institution that he said was attacking him. I don't know why I just had this gut feeling. He was a little, you know, I think he, the actor did a really good job of portraying somebody who was acting <laughs> like he was a good guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, because think, I could tell like this guy's faking it, you know, like there's something off. I mean, I think up, up until that point, we'd never really seen, I, I don't have, we even, do we even see any crazy people? Like, like, we didn't know that there was like a yes. certain people that weren't affected. Yeah, they had at the grocery store. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was, yeah, he was acting weird. Yeah. Because even after he was like, man, come in. It's so beautiful. You know, because they were like, he was like, he was manipulating them to open the door. Like, just right. let me in. Please let me in. And so that's why Tom, because at the time, Tom doesn't know that there's people out there that. That aren't affected. They just think everybody I don't dies. Know what, I don't know what they called them, but I started calling them lookers. Like Interesting. They're able to look. So that's my my tag. If no one else has called it that, guys, I'm calling them lookers. Note, noted here. Yes. Will has invented a term like walkers. It's yeah. lookers. Oh, I didn't even think about that because I don't watch that um, show. Um, Which you should, but that's besides the point. That's next episode. All right. So, yeah, he doesn't even know there's lookers, so he keeps letting people in. But Olympia is the one that let Gary in. Yeah, which I mean, she was also on the outside and was let in. And this is where I have issues with the predictability of the show. Is because when she let him in, I as soon as he came in, I was like, this guy's killing everybody. 
or this guy's a bad guy. Let me say that at least. I didn't know he was going to kill everybody. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you After figured somebody would survive. Well, I mean, somebody did, but not as few people as... Yeah, four people survived. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, John Malkovich comes out. I think his name was Douglas in the movie. Um, he comes he saves out. saves the day. And, no. Well, kind of. I mean... But at first, he tries to save the day, and... He just did it in such an a-hole way. But first of all, I here's my big problem. Okay, you bring Gary in, and you do what you you do what you th- you would say to do, which is search his stuff, mm-hmm. look for his wallet. Does he is he is the name on his wallet the same as the name that he gave you? Uh, what's he carrying? Because had you done the slightest bit of intel work, you know, oh, he has a folder full of crazy ass photos. Okay, he's insane. Throw him back on the street. Correct. You would lock him up. You would lock him up. You know, you may, I mean, like I understand, like I was totally with everyone else in the house. I was like, you're not shooting a random dude. You just walked in. You don't know what he is. You can't just start killing people. That's funny. Cause I was like, shoot that mofo. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, was like, put him out of his misery. Yeah. I was like, no, you don't just kill you. You don't just devolve into nothing. Okay. You have to have a system. Uh, or your or what's this, if if that's all that's left in society are the uh, a holes as uh, stated in the movie then what's the point of having the society anymore? It's maybe is that even a world that you want to live in if you don't have dreams worth living for? Will, I think you should have killed him. I think you should have at least locked him up, <coughs> waited a little bit, see if the crazy came out, searched his stuff, and then you would have come to the same conclusion. Without having to preemptively kill someone right. for no reason. So one of the things I didn't like about the show is I think it. It seems like they left a lot of things up to our own like interpretation, but the way that they portrayed mental illness and uh, how it seemed to affect. Yeah, I feel like that's really offensive. <laughs> like they just like the I first of all the idea of just like putting all mental mental illness into like this old style of like crazy ward idea where you would just like lock up crazy people and let them be crazy right. and, and like a and like well that, my, my whole thing the reason why i found it offensive was the fact that like do you know how many people are mentally ill right but there's that are very high functioning right so it's like what is it just a certain type of illness? is it just like a high version it's, of it's only the schizos schizophrenic like but like a high like you know, people that are like intense. I mean, like, what, like, have you ever met somebody that was so frustratingly, difficultly impossible to deal with that would get hung up on a small little item or or whatever, like in public, like public freakouts? You ever watch those videos on YouTube? I'm like, those people have got to go to counseling. Yeah. And I mean, I think that. Well, I mean, they're the ones I feel like would see the creature and be like, it's beautiful. Right. I mean, it, it's almost like, um, you know, it left a lot up to our imagination. And I think really it's just like to me, if random people aren't going to be affected, because I mean, they've made they made a point to say that, like, you see your worst fear. But they've only mentioned that like once or twice, like you see the thing you fear the most. And. I heard that a lot in the in the interviews. Like that was obviously the intention when they first started them filming the movie, but it's like obviously something else happens. You just you're it's total mind control. Like you just you see the creature, you you blank out of reality, uh, or you're starting to blank out of reality. Like Tom was able to still pull the trigger and shoot that dude before he blew his own brains out. 
but it's something. But did you just, see the way the gun was facing? Oh, 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 no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, at the end, I'm sorry, I jumped to the end of the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he was just like, my point is, is that as it's taking over your, as as you're as you're losing the ability to control yourself, he still has enough in him to just fire that last shot. Well, there's been, yes, and there's a lot I of mind that control one there. type, you know. But there of, was stuff like when when her sister died in the beginning of the movie, you know, her sister gave turned back around and gave not like a a look, but Enough to look at her before she jumped in front of that truck. Yeah, sort of like, like she didn't back. have to look back at her, but she did. You know, like there, yeah. there's some kind of that's just for something. dramatic effect. It probably was. It was probably because it was supposed Speed to be like speed bump. Yeah, that's, where's that GIF? GIF. <laughs> uh, it's you're Jeff. a GIFer. You're a GIFer. Graphic. Yes. He just dead stared me <laughs> in the thing. I just saw a creature. Yeah, you just saw a creature, and now you're about to click out. Gosh, I want to put this blindfold back on, dude. Yeah, it's a GIF. <laughs> Jeff. That's an. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode right yeah, there. Yeah. It's all right. I'm ready. Um, I thought it had some decent comic relief. It's funny because I don't remember laughing once. I don't. So there was parts where I did laugh. So they had the uh, the black dude who worked at the grocery store. Um, his name was Charlie. That's right, Charlie. Oh, gosh, in my notes. Man, I left my notes at work, right? And I told you this yeah. before the show started. Um, all right, so Charlie, and I got it wrong. I think I got it wrong. But in the moment, let me, let me just bring out my theory on this. Um, I... I thought that <laughs> at one point in time they were trying to correlate Bird Box and Lost, the show Lost. Did you watch Lost? Yes. Okay. So like they had like the smoke monster, mm-hmm. and that's why I thought the creatures were. And they were like, so Charlie in Lost kind of sacrifices himself to like save the day, mm-hmm. and then Charlie. Oh, interesting. And Bird Box did the same thing at this point. And this is what I was thinking like in the moment, right? And yeah. I was like, it must be like a smoke monster. <coughs> Maybe they'll tie it all into Lost or something like that. I, I was totally wrong. That's, that wasn't the case. Yeah. But anyway, same name, but whatever. Um, but I don't think he saved the day. What was the, think, what was the guy the that he... creature was, got to <laughs> I can't get that guy's... His, the guy's name from the grocery store who was his friend that was like infected. Oh, what was his Fish Fingers. Fish something like that. Fingers. Something about the name Fish Fingers. Like if there's a ever if there's ever an enemy, a villain to be feared, it's Fish Fingers. But you but you heard what he said, like what Charlie had said, like he's kinda like off the handle. Like he's all but right. he's nice to me. Yeah, he's nice to me, but he was kind of a yeah, there was something off about him. Yeah. Fish finger, that's his name. Good old fish finger. Yeah. Oh, so he just has one finger that's I don't even want to know. Oh gosh, yeah. That's <laughs> I don't even want to know. I just uh, thought of course it. Netflix. I'm just joking. <laughs> Whoever wrote the book. Um, uh, so anyway, he was part of the comic relief. Charlie was. Yeah, I didn't feel like Charlie was good comic relief. I thought. I thought. I actually thought. It Charlie, doesn't necessarily mean you have to laugh. It I, just broke the tension. Right. I thought. I thought Charlie's sort of um, like theories, like somehow that was going to play out. Like he was. And gonna I use, didn't want him to die. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to die either. I'm telling you, I didn't. I thought he was going to be the guy 
who his crazy theories about the end of the world and watching all these like nerdy uh, films yeah. and mythological crazy conspiracy theories on the internet was going to somehow prove true and he was going to come up with some way to like cover yourself in like you know salt and garlic and get past the monsters and you know what I mean yeah. and, like no nothing just Charlie dead now um, and so is his novel one yeah. less novel we have to read that's right um, <laughs> that's a book on tape and like he, the funny part is like he's still trying to write the book and saying like what his book's gonna be like and I'm like dude there is no book no one's ever gonna read your book because there's no more printing press like the whole world's like going is going yeah it's gonna be you are very unlikely to survive and if you are you're not writing a book and no one's reading it right um, so get with the program dude I found there to be some now towards the end there really wasn't um, necessarily comic relief or anything like that but there was in the beginning I felt like in the house there there was like let me just say lighter moods right um, now boy and girl the kids being named boy and girl not being given a traditional very, name right very interesting um, those kids need lots of therapy I correlated that with somebody that has been through miscarriage and gets pregnant again and is like a, a scared it's like to name of. the baby in the in the event that it's not going to make it. Like as if you have like a list of good names, you know, and you don't want to waste them. You know, not waste them. That's a bad way of looking at it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. like if I have a kid and it's a boy, I would like to name him after me, you know. But there's always that fear, like of getting pregnant and miscarrying. Yeah. Do we start calling him William now, yeah. or did they wait to be born? I personally believe in waiting till they're born, in general, because it just seemed like kind of biblical. You know, like the father would come out and name Zachariah or whatever he named him. You know? His name would be <laughs> Jared. Jared with an I. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I spell how I want to spell. J I R E D. We will spell it with a G, like Jif. <laughs> and we will spell it Jared. Yeah. Um. But it, it's just, it was, it was, it was weird that they called. Not weird, but I understood why she called him boy and girl because she didn't want to get attached. Because I made the, I'm making the assumption that she was assuming they were just gonna die anyway. You know, right? But yet everything she did in the entire movie, and I mean, of course, we, I mean, the whole, I mean, like we missed like the entire five, the entire five years of their growing up. We just completely. Miss, I mean, which we, sounds like more of an interesting, yeah, like, like, and it's funny because they were t- I, like, I saw an article about like the inevitable, um, uh, you know, uh, sequel, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, I mean, if there was ever a sequel that had a chance of being terrible, it's probably the sequel of Bird Box, but yeah, it may be to me, quote unquote, sequel, I think it would be more interesting those five years, yeah, you know what I mean, like, and how. I mean, you know, you have a love story, you actually have good times, like, it, like, it almost seems like there were like years of bliss, not yeah. bliss. It might've been terrible cause they certainly weren't, but I mean, they, something happened for those five years that we just don't know. Cause I mean, we saw like, you know, the first week and then five years later. Right. You know what I mean? Like we just missed the entire, like growing up of these children and their relationship between Tom and Mallory. Cause I don't even think their relationship even started in that first, like, series i mean yeah he was like oh you're really hot like in the grocery store she's like yeah because there's no other there was some flirting and stuff going yeah on, yeah, you know? yeah yeah i mean well but you knew if they were to survive 
they would have hooked up. Right. I mean, hey, it's the end of the world. It's like, look, we're the last two right. people left. It's our responsibility to That's, raise these kids and populate the planet again. But they weren't populating the planet again. They had five years. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would have been awkward. I know. Um, there was a scene. I just brain farted. I think I just saw a creature. I <laughs> just saw... There's like a blindfold on my brain. And then uh, I'll have to post this and Will loses it. I know. Um, okay. Well, I'll, I'll just skip that part because I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, so the whole movie, okay. So the whole movie, I am thinking, literally, I wrote this down in my notes, which was, where are all the blind people? Like, I was like, the blind people have clearly <laughs> survived. That's what I was about to get into. And yeah. I was like, they should be in charge. Like, they should be running things, like posting stuff online, like having radio free. Like, these people should be running the world. Like, I mean, blind people, like, have uh, been waiting this whole time. And then I kept thinking, where the hell is Daredevil? Like, if there was ever a time <laughs> of a beast to attack humanity, Daredevil would be the person who would be able to come save the day. So, question. Yeah. Blind people can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Well, there's different levels of so, right. There's different level of blindness, but if you notice in the blindfolds, it's probably like they can you can see a little bit. So like you have to be able to see. I don't know what the ratio is, but like you do have to have a clear line of sight. I don't okay. know if it's twenty twenty, but you have to have like a semi clear. That's a good point. Good you know. point. I feel like if. Personally, if we were wearing those blindfolds, you'd be able to see a lot more clearer than the camera portrayed. Um, but no, I see what you're saying. Okay, that that, that answers my question. Because to me, Daredevil could see. Well, at least in the... Uh, well, I don't... Yeah, I mean, he's... He just didn't use his eyes to see. Right, 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 right. But, but it, he was seeing. Well, yeah, but it was like... Yeah, I mean, it was supernatural in the he way... He was seeing in the brain. Right. He was in the, w- in the way that he was able... But if you were still and quiet... It was more like heat signatures or mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the vibrations of your and like being able to like, you know, project what that would look like and how far away it is. Yeah. And, you know. But no, I mean, I, I did see a meme of someone saying like, you know, it's too bad they canceled <laughs> Daredevil this past year because he would have saved the day. Yeah. Those creatures wouldn't have had anything on. Them. I like Daredevil. My wife doesn't doesn't want to watch it anymore. No. I love it. And now it's canceled and I'm. I'm going to cry. So they, they finally get to their, their sanctuary at the end. And of course, it's a school for the blind. And I was like, that's... that has a bird sanctuary in it. Oh, how convenient. And the, the freaking doctor, the OBGYN from the beginning of the movie is there. Look, I, I will have to say, I was like, there's no way that OBGYN would have made it. Like, how did she make it there? I realized we have no idea what happened to her, but it's like, she just did not seem like, like a survivor. Do you, she, do you know how long is, it was from the time we saw her in the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie? It was about five years. About a year and a half. I mean, about an hour and a half time. Yeah. But when when Mallory was like, oh, Dr. So-and-so, whatever her name is, I was like, how does she know this person? Well, I got the impression they were all friends. Like w- when I watched the movie, I thought they were all three friends, like friends from high school. Like she knew the doctor and the doctor knew her from somewhere else, but it doesn't, but that's probably untrue, but I just got that impression from the way they were speaking to each other. It wasn't a typical doctor, like patient relationship. Maybe like, you're right. I felt like they knew each other from somewhere else. Yeah. Like they were just friends. So they were, had like more of a natural banter, which is probably why like 
the whole even referencing adoption thing was a little more natural because it was like we're friends you know what i mean so like just letting you know you know that you know like she knew just anyway but i don't know whether that was true but at the end you know she says her full name she's like mallory mallory whatever the heck her last name was and she's like doctor whatever which had they been i mean i don't know they might call like i i don't know but anyway i i had the i had the for some reason the thought that somehow they knew each other uh, and of course, Rick was uh, would be uh, a blind guy. So, oh yeah. So it was great. Blind people take over the world. It's awesome. They finally get a movie where they're the heroes. Um, and then, um, but one of the lines that I'm just gonna throw out there. So, surviving is not living. And this is like a uh, theme. True. This is a theme in most apocalyptic films. I mean, this is like a theme in Walking Dead. This is a theme whenever the world is ending and somebody's trying to rebuild society. It's like surviving is not enough. It's not enough to eat enough food to live. Yeah. There has to be something more to live for, you know, like living like we're not like that is the that is the definitionally difference between animals and humans. Like we we don't need food and water to survive. Like we need so much more than that, you know, and like our ability to survive only lasts so long Yeah, before it's life isn't worth living. Like meaning is necessary. No matter how superficial that meaning is, there has to be a deeper meaning for humans to survive, you know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Relationships, something like to, to make you move forward, you know? Uh, and so anyway, I, I thought it was a cool theme that just, I mean, it's always there in all these movies, not certainly original, but um, it, it's something that I feel like is always applicable to people's lives because people are in survival mode. Well, when it comes to preparing for the end of the world, I feel like um, you definitely need to stockpile food, yes. uh, which is where those uh, commercials come from, which I feel like those commercials aren't as popular as they used to be. You know, they come on the commercial for like um, like get, get a whole month's worth of food, freeze dried, or you could buy your own freeze dryer. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> freeze dry your favorite foods. They have the they have the bunkers you can rent. Oh yeah, I've see, those I've are completely those. underground. Oh what you, you well you have to put them underground. Like we, what do you mean by the bunkers you can rent? I've seen those little tight. Did I say rent? I mean you, you can like purchase. It's already it's already like right. Like I've seen bunkers. I mean I, f- I think what I imagine as the bunker is hella like, expensive, but it's like what you see at like construction sites, like these little pods, like the sea cans, yeah, the yeah. containers. Um, one of the things is, uh, I think you need to buy birds. Um, well, apparently, so since birds basically are like the oldest creatures on the planet, then I guess they survive when everything else goes down. Potentially. I have a bird, so I'm already good there. They last, they last, that sounded so bad, but they live up to like 20 years, some of them. Oh, some of them live up to 80 years. Oh, no, no, I know that, but yeah, I mean, but my, my bird has about a 20 year lifespan, I think it is. So 25. Um, that is a huge commitment. It is. But I love like, my wife, and well, that's a bigger commitment. Well, it is a bigger commitment. Well, maybe not. Not if you buy an eighty-year-old bird. You're literally buying a bird that you're going to have to pass on to like your to someone oh, yes. else. Somebody's going to have to take care of the bird, <laughs> like, and the bird attaches to that owner and doesn't like anybody else. That would suck. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I have I have a list of stuff. So number one, I'm buying a bird. I need to know when the monsters coming. The creatures are coming. Okay. Right. I'll just come to your house when the end of the world hits. You can. Um, stock up on food, canned food. Can't go wrong. Give me some chef boy. Well, now they, now they have that born on dating on there. And I mean, you know, I mean the days of eating chef boy, that's like 15 years old. 
I mean, still do it. when you have to do it, you have to do it. But Rhett and Link do it on Good Mythical Morning. So, I mean, <laughs> and they, they eat stuff that's like 50 years old and they're still living. So <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Um, I will have to stock up on guns and ammo because of the uh, the lookers. Yeah. Well, I feel like once the world ends that quick, you should be able to just go through people's house, especially around here, and just collect lots of guns. Of course, I wouldn't know how to use it. Look, I'm not going to lie. Like, in this movie... Like my wife, like in, if this scenario happened in real life, my wife would be the one that survives. Like I would be the guy. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, she would. Have I would be the guy that up. would die almost instantaneously. Um, one thing you can do to prep. Now, prepping means gathering before this happens. Right. So, one, um, if you want to save some money, you can just go and steal it afterwards. But you need a Tesla. I just, I still think the Tesla is going to work. Um, you might be able to override some of the safety features. Um, it does have a lot of glass though. Doesn't seem like, uh, that big of a deal. It looks like newspaper and some paint can do the job. Can do the job. Um, I'm going to get the blackout curtains, you know, that, that don't allow any light in. And I'm going to, I'm going to stock up on that so I can make a lot of blindfolds. I've just also stock up on a lot of, uh, tinfoil. It's cheap and does the trick. Do you wear that on your head? <laughs> yes. We should have worn a tinfold on our head as we were talking about ways to prep for the end but of the world. But how do you use tinfoil to be a blindfold? Well, you could black out windows and oh, stuff yeah, yeah, with the yeah, tinfoil. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I meant to buy those curtains to make blindfolds just to make sure when you go out you're good to go. But maybe I, I should mean, save those I for almost the, feel like I would want to be able to see little, like see the shadows through. I mean, if, if, they, if, you, if you can see some without being infected, I would definitely want to have some kind of visual. Yeah. Dude, I... This would be crazy. Um, uh, I was trying to think of like what I have around my house besides like kitchenware and stuff like that. That if I saw this, I had to go like end it all. Right. And I'm like, I don't know how that would happen. Like if I just saw it into this room real quick and I jumped out the window, I would just land on the ground because we're on on the ground. Right. Um, I don't have any knives in this room. Um, I do have a pair of scissors. So that's scary. So I need to find a place to keep all this stuff locked up at all times and not have a key because you can still may potentially stab yourself to death with a key. Maybe a thumbprint scanner or just a combination lock or something where you but lock you, everything up. But you think like, yeah, when the mind control comes, you don't have those memories anymore. Like you don't know how to. Yeah. You don't know how to use your thumbprint. But then again, you know, the scientist from Jurassic Park tipped over his chair and killed himself on the, you know, oh, yeah, the yeah, fireplace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. So I'm, I'm surprised you can use anything. I feel like he was probably like um, a psychologist or a scientist in yeah. this movie. We don't know his background story, but uh, he either worked for SUV or was, the, uh, he's so typecasted. He's kind of like, the, he's similar in uh, that yeah. role. I don't he's know what always, he was in this. He's always the same, quant- well, at least, I don't his know His husband was a... Uh, architect though but we don't know where he is because he's probably like he was probably the guy who tried to go save people and died yeah. immediately and could you imagine if they built that glass structure that they wanted like oh that'd be really bad that's for a lot this movie. that's a lot of windows you have to cover yeah that'd been really bad for this movie see once again john malkovich total jerk but totally dead on right exactly exactly um i got nothing else on bird box i enjoyed it it wasn't the best movie i've ever seen but it was definitely a, like a addicting like it kept my attention to the whole thing but I like I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it I good. mean I enjoyed it. I think that at I the, did rate it a thumbs up on Netflix. Okay, I hate the fact that they took away the star rating on Netflix. Me too. I mean, a three star is a three star. 
a four star is a four star and a five star is very rare, but they exist for me. And I had a very intense system by which I rated everything so that I would get the most appropriate thing. And now, exactly. now thumbs up, thumbs down, this percentage rating, I don't trust it anymore because, you know, you don't know. You no, don't know me like hard. that. It's hard. It's um, hard. Bring back the five stars. All right. Guys, man, thanks for thanks for listening and thanks for uh, sitting around letting us babble on about uh, Bird Box. Um, listen, it's 2019. And... You know, new year, new you. That's that's a lie. It's usually the same me. It's usually the same you. Um, one thing that I'm trying to do more for this year is just to have balance. Is to balance out life, family, work, hobbies, and our show. <clears throat> so to balance out our show, I'm actually going to take on more than what we did last year. Um, Sounds but, like a great way to balance. But no, but it is because I feel like we weren't doing enough at least on my end, to make sure that we're successful. So um, we did a really good job at the end of the year of coming out with weekly podcasts that I thought originally we were going to do monthly and then bi-weekly maybe or bi-monthly, and then we started doing them weekly, and we were pretty successful with it. Um, We decided to not do the recording of two weeks in advance so we can talk about relevant stuff. Look, we're talking about Bird Box. It just came out a week ago. And the only reason why we didn't talk about it sooner was because we were on vacation. You know, yeah. we were on holiday. Um, so we're going to we're gonna do a weekly podcast like we've been doing. Um, I don't know when that podcast is going to drop yet, Wednesday or Thursday. We're still looking at the analytics to see when, when's a good day. We've been doing them on Fridays, but we think it'd be better for Wednesday or Thursday, especially for people that are driving to work. Um, but we're now doing video for the podcast. If... <laughs> If it worked, we've had a lot of technical issues through this podcast, um, such as me pressing the space bar. Uh, these videos, we're going to do some short videos and usually about three per podcast. So we're going to put those out on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday type deal. And then we'll put out a full podcast on a Friday. And that'll, that'll all come out the week after the podcast drops. Um, podcast will drop on, like I said, the Wednesday or Thursday. So look for the videos if you want to see the videos, because a lot of times we'll bring up stuff on the screen or we'll be showing something or talking about something that you might not be able to fully uh, grasp the concept just by listening. Um, I'm also starting a weekly video, hopefully a weekly video. might turn into a bi-weekly or I keep saying bi-weekly, um, bi-monthly video every other week uh, video called uh, Hashtag Brovangelization. And it's just about uh, evangelization evangelizing to the guys um and kind of a show prep how we do things on that guy show um and talking about the stuff we're going to talk about and that'll be posted hopefully weekly so a lot of a lot of new things for 2019 hopefully we'll have a video once a, a um a daily a weekday a week daily video is it an actual hashtag <sighs> it is now hashtag uh bro bromancevization you said bromancevation <laughs> brovangelization oh bro- it's like evangelization and bro oh but put no, together is so brovangelization there's, there's no bromance in the word i just no, made that up no bromance in the word <laughs> but um i did hashtag brovangelization and there was nothing there on our last post so um <laughs> nice. brovangelism brovange i don't know what i'm exactly going to call it because brovangelization I, is a pretty long word i feel like you made up that word so didn't you make that word up? I don't remember getting it from someplace. Okay. I'm not saying I made it up. I just remember. I don't remember seeing it someplace else. Gotcha. But I could have uh, you you know, could subconscious. Have, yeah. um, thanks for joining us, and we can't wait to chat next time. So, you know, find us on social media at That Guy Show on Instagram. We're at Wise Fools Media on Facebook. Um, visit wisefoolsmedia.com for blogs and more. Um, I have a couple blogs on there. 
No one else does. Um, it's coming soon. But we will have more. I promise we will have more. Um, oh, if you want to comment, ask a question, call us. Email us. You can email us at that guy show at Wise Fools Media. That guy show at Wise Fools Media. And you can call us at 985-503-7867. That is 985-503-7867. Well, I think you should write a jingle <sighs> for the number and you can sing it. 985-503-7867. I like that. There you go. Done. 985-503-7867. Boom done just take that clip and then that's it that'll we be make it. it in a soundboard and then you can just play that yeah. randomly well i'm william and i am matt and this is that guy show that it is get some birds thanks for listening <laughs> get the birds peace On a